unrealistic expectations sometimes like it, it maybe it's not even someone putting it on you maybe you're putting it on yourself or on your partner and that can be equally as like debilitating as when you yourself are the <laughs> are the stressor it's like it's me i'm the problem it's me thank you taylor for summing that up for me welcome to the ladies who lead podcast This is a community of women supporting women. Tune in every other Thursday to hear from SK Vaughn as she catches up with ordinary ladies doing extraordinary things. We will cover topics like diversity and inclusion, gender pay gap, thought leadership, and respect in the workplace. We want to celebrate with you and hear stories of success and hard lessons learned. Whether you are a lady who leads in the boardroom or a lady who leads in your community, this is the place for you. Let's do this. I'm so excited to be joining you here this December on a solo cast. It's just me and you and whoever else is listening in the car or wherever you may be listening. Today, we are going to talk about thriving through the tinsel. So it's really kind of a holistic approach to mental wellness during you guessed it, the holidays. So we're going to break all that down here in a minute. But before we begin, of course, I always start off with how are you surviving and thriving this week? I don't know about you, but man, I'm tired. (laughs) Uh, It's only what beginning of December and I'm already like, okay, my to-do list is as long as my arm and Mayfair's joining me today. So if you hear her, so sorry, she's walking around. You know, I'm getting out of town today, so I feel the extra pressure to get going and to get to Birmingham as soon as possible because it's a little bit of a drive because I have a huge work week ahead and then an even busier weekend with some family parties and things like that. So can we all just take a moment to breathe? (laughs) And this year to top it off, this is my surviving bit if you haven't figured this out. I decided it would be a great year to really go big with decorations. And I decided it'd be great to dry oranges, like do like the you know dehydrated orange look in my home with like bows and oranges. And wow, no one, I, I guess I didn't do the research, but I didn't realize how much of a process it was. We decided to brave Black Friday recently, my husband and I did, and we got ourselves a air fryer for Christmas. <laughs> And so we thought it'd be a great way to test it out. And man, it is a process. I mean, like all weekend, my house has smelled amazing. So that's maybe that's the thriving part of this. Like my house smells wonderful, but it has been like Justin and I taking turns, (laughs) rotating the oranges, checking out each batch, making sure they're fully done. And then I'll string a few up. And I also tried to do the whole like, I'm not sure if you've seen like on TikTok or Instagram, the shower curtain DIY trick for like hanging things by like your doorway. Oh, let me just tell you, I feel like I'm like the poster child for like what not to do for most things. But man, talk about failing forward. That thing is hanging up by a lot of prayer and maybe some duct tape at this point. And then I decided I was going to do an exterior one by my door. So late last night, I was like trying to bench press this layers upon layers of garland. So I, my neighbors, my neighbors drive by. They're like, oh, hey, Martha May Huvier. As I'm like trying to like bench press the dang garland up. Uh, oh, man. Things I could talk for hours about. And 
anyway, I just, to put it all in perspective, that's how I'm surviving this uh, past week is just trying to get all of my housekeeping things done while also working full time. Justin also just accepted a promotion, which we're so excited about. But there's also, you know, anytime you take on new responsibility, there's that added, you know, pressure and more work to get done. So just a lot of moving parts in our house. And then I'm headed off for about a week and a half to do some work stuff. And I woke up this morning. I was like, okay, this is not going to be a stressful day. I'm not going to feel anxious. I'm just going to get where I need to go when I need to get there. And I woke up and realized I hadn't recorded this episode either. So, you know, I'm winning this week. And then I'm thriving. Um, I just, I'm so excited about gift giving y'all. Like this is my like element. I absolutely love finding the perfect gift for someone. So I guess you could call it my love language. I don't necessarily like have to receive gifts in return. Like that, that doesn't necessarily do it for me unless it's super heartfelt or sentimental. Do I really, really love a gift? Of course, I'm always so appreciative of any gift that is given, but To me, it's more about the challenge of like trying to get in someone's head and figure out like what I guess they love and enjoy the most. And so I guess that's why I like gift giving so much because I kind of get to take off like the SK hat and put on like the Justin hat or like my mother-in-law or my my mom or a friend or coworker. So that's how I'm thriving is like, a, this is just like my happy time of the year where I get to go like think through everyone's wish list on their, for their Christmas list. And then also I get to also kind of, I don't know, figure it all out. So anyway, that is how, long story short, that is how I am surviving and thriving this week. I hope that your holidays are off to a good start as well, because buckle up. With all that being said, I thought today's topic was so appropriate as we are talking about thriving through the tinsel. I don't know about you, but I mentioned a lot of surviving just then through the tinsel. But this is all about just maintaining a healthy mental state during the holidays. And it can be a true challenge. I mean, there are a lot of stressors that go on during the holidays. Even like you can pretend like you have it all together on the outside, but in the inside, you're just like constant to-do list that you're, I don't know if you're like me, but you're just like your wheels are always turning. So it's like you're present, but are you really present? Because you're probably like me thinking through all the ways, how am I going to get all these things done? And I think that we can all take a big breath together because there are stressors, right? And I think it's okay to acknowledge that. I don't think you have to live there forever, right? But acknowledging them and working through it and going ahead and being proactive and knowing that these things might trigger you. They might stress you out a little and just gonna go ahead and give you some trigger warnings if that's for you. But I think about family dynamics, that's always challenging financial pressures, social expectations, I would just say even like unrealistic expectations sometimes like it, it, maybe it's not even someone putting it on you. Maybe you're putting it on yourself or on your partner. And that can be equally as like debilitating as when you yourself are the, <laughs> are the stressor. It's like, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Thank you, Taylor, for summing that up for me. But I would just want to kind of say, hey, I see you and I'm with you in this season right now. And there's also some really beautiful, magical moments that happen throughout the holidays if you just take the time to look around. So let's get into it. So we're going to go through some of the some of the strategies to help you stay mentally healthy and well during the holiday season. Also, it's like the sick season where everyone gets sniffly and sick. I also just recently got a shot, a steroid shot, because I needed it. 
And I walked into Thanksgiving <laughs> and the whole family was sick. And I was like, man, I'm really glad that I went and got this steroid shot because I think I would have been super sick coming out of Thanksgiving. So anyway, it's also sick season or soup season. And that's my favorite kind of season, right? Sweater weather. But I think it's important to set realistic expectations. And I'm telling this to myself too, as I'm talking to you. I think I understand that the holidays don't have to be perfect. Okay, let me say that one more time for the girl in the back. Your holiday season doesn't have to be perfect. And I don't think it's ever going to be. So go ahead and just like accept some of the realities of that, which really stinks if you're kind of like me. And I wouldn't say I'm a perfectionist, but I think I have perfectionist tendencies. And I think it's going to be okay that there are some stressors and that you're going to have to come to expect those. It's just all about how you respond to those stressors. And then just setting realistic goals for yourself, both in like terms of activities and spending. Because I think sometimes we can get a little crazy, right? With all the jam-packed schedules and trying to really pack it all in for you and your family to create these memories, right? I think it's all well-intended, but we can allow it to consume our entire month, two months, if we let it. And then of course, spending, we'll get more into that, but that can be a stressor in and of itself. And so just, I want to encourage you to kind of let go of the fantasy. I'm not saying let go of the magic because I do still think it's a really just magical time of the year, but let go of the fantasy because I'll just say like, I think the reason I've been so like everywhere at my house right now and like sprinkling all the decor everywhere and trying out new things this year I mean, I don't have a lot of extra free time, let's get real, but I do love decor in any way, shape or form, no matter what season it is, whether it's Easter or it's, you know, Mardi Gras or it's just summertime and like, I want to make my home aesthetically pleasing. Now, I don't do holiday decor for every single holiday. I want to go ahead and say that now, but I do have a few that I really like to get into. And I also just enjoy, I think in a lot of ways, just interior design. I think good interior design really makes spaces come alive and feel cozy and at home and and it feels like a retreat. Whereas when spaces aren't created for function or for uh, specific reasons and, and uses, it can really detract from the time spent in that space. So for me, I just want to kick off my shoes, pick up my feet, you know, have my favorite snack, maybe a glass of wine. Like I want a space to feel like that, right? And I want it to feel as like cozy yet beautifully pleasing at the same time. Anyway, all that, I was going to do like this great reel. (laughs) Y'all, oh man, I try. I was literally dehydrating oranges this morning and like trying to like do like the whole like little system I have where I'm like testing to see if they're squishy or not. And I was just thinking, damn. Like, how do these influencers do it? Like, if they're telling you that they're like thriving and holding up, you know, like a cute little oranges by their eyes and taking pictures, doing cool gift things. I was like, man, are they really thriving? (laughs) Because I'm I'm not thriving through the tinsel right now. I want to be, but I'm like, I don't even have time to look cute and take a picture of, of this stuff or like, you know, find the right real app editor to make it all look really sickly pleasing for the, you know, for the gram, which people don't say anymore, apparently. So all that to say is like, I've set such high goals for my whole Instagram reel situation. And I'm just like, sit back and I laugh now because 
Yeah. If you could just see my house right now, uh, we have like our neighborhood party next weekend. And I'll also be, I'll, I won't be, uh, available the whole weekend. I've got some different parties I'm going to, and I obviously I'm working this week out of town. I'm just thinking like, there's still pumpkins by my front door right now. And they're having the big neighborhood Christmas party where people walk around and like there's caroling and there's like Santa and there's like food stations and everyone gets really festive, like AF in the neighborhood. <laughs> I'm just imagining those pumpkins right now because they are still sitting out there as we're talking and I've got to get on the road like soon. I'm like, they're probably just going to be there this week. Maybe we can make them look like ornaments. Who knows? I'm just trying to set some realistic expectations here for myself. Let's just hope the pumpkins go away. If the Christmas trees happen at my front door, that'll be wonderful. If the garland actually gets up there, which it's not going to, uh, that would be great. But it probably isn't happening. You know, I can set out the two wreaths today or the three because I've got one for my door and two for my windows. I can at least do that and like leave Mobile feeling pretty good about myself. So at least when like the neighborhood walks by, it's not like, OK, are they confused as to which holiday it is? They might think that, but here we are. So I just want to encourage you. Oh, man, got to love the holidays. Eventually, I'm going to get it together. All that to say, I wish you the best in your decorating journey of your house. Creating boundaries, I think, is so important. I mean, talk about some family dynamics, friend dynamics. All of that is so important. I recently had a friend reach out to me this weekend to get together. And inevitably, she ended up moving our lunchtime, our brunch time to a different time. And you know, I feel like most people would have been like, yeah, sure. That sounds wonderful. And I played into that. But in the, in the inset, I was like, I need to create boundaries because now my entire day has been kind of flipped upside down. And I was supposed to go to a Christmas party last night. And I didn't say no in an effort to say yes to that person. But whenever you say yes to something, you're really saying no to something else. And so I want to just like, reiterate that to those who are listening who can't say no very easily it's okay you can you can do it I did not do this well yesterday I said yes and my entire day blew up but it was okay I still squeezed in some Christmas shopping I started the all of the decorations um, I think they would have been in a better place if I had said no but I think people are worth investing in especially the time into and I wouldn't see this friend for a little while due to some work stuff. And it was a really good time. Like, I'm glad that we got to catch up. But man, whenever you say yes to one thing, you're really saying no to another. So create some boundaries. Learn to say no to commitments that may overwhelm you. Here we are. Establish clear boundaries with family and friends to really protect your time and energy. And that's a great example of me not doing that yesterday. And everything kind of coming to the head here. Hey there, coffee lovers. Are you ready to elevate your morning routine? Well, look no further than the Bava Java Coffee Variety Box. Inside this box, you will find an assortment of hand-selected specialty coffee beans from different regions, carefully chosen for their flavor notes and profiles. From the bold and robust to the smooth and mellow, every sip delivers a taste that will leave you craving more. So, whether you're an espresso connoisseur a latte lover, a coffee enthusiast, or just trying to jumpstart your morning, Java Java Coffee has something for you. 
This variety box provides a month's worth of coffee. It also makes for the perfect gift for that person in your life who is hard to buy for this holiday season. Ready to elevate your coffee experience? Head over to bavajavacoffee.com and use the code SK20 for an exclusive 20% off your variety box. I want to encourage you to manage your finances. So creating a budget for the holidays and avoid financial stress is going to save you in the long run. Like Justin and I do however much we're going to spend per person. So we already kind of have a budget per family member. And we already kind of have an idea of how many people that will be and what those price points are. And so it helps us to budget for the gift portion. And I think making sure that you budget for gifting is is really important, right? And that kind of sets you up to know how much it's going to be going out of your bank account. I would prefer to figure out a creative way, maybe even like, obviously, if you want to set aside a certain amount into your savings. And so you know that you have X amount each December to spend and it comes from your savings rather than your, depending on how your bank accounts are set up, but like whether, whether it not coming out of your, your main account is probably best just so that there's like flow there. But you know, I just say be smart about it. Know how much you want to spend. Like this year, I really didn't spend very much, believe it or not, on Christmas decor. I think I spent a good bit last year. And so this year I'm like, let's just bake some oranges. And our, I mean, I got like a little bit of ribbon, but I did not break the bank this year because we're building on years of Christmas stuff that we've been just like hoarding basically. But, you know, I think if you are looking to revamp your Christmas decor, I would encourage you to have different buckets. So like for Christmas decor, I would probably have a budget in mind and save towards that. If you're doing gift giving this year, I would have a separate line item for that and budget and save towards that bucket. If you want to give towards charities this year, maybe you have a separate bucket for for the kind of the giftings and the donations that you want to do this year. If you're going to be traveling a good bit for Christmas, I would probably have a separate line item for travel expenses. You know, just things to think about that sneak up on you. Or if you have a party, if you have a parties line item, like that might include like your outfits and, you know, the gift that you might have to come with for like a dirty Santa, or if you're having to bake or cook a bunch of stuff for the party, like all of that should go under kind of that party line item. And that would, you could total up all of that. And that could be your total holiday budget if that's the way you wanted to do it. But I do think it's important to kind of think through it systematically. I know that's like no fun. Adulting is the worst. But I also think you're going to be happy to at least be able to track it. And then even next year, it's like, okay, what can we do differently to make this not as much money maybe next year? And so I think those are just some creative ways to think through your holiday finances. I'm not a financial expert, so please talk to your talk to your person about this. These are just some of the things that I think about when planning for our holidays. You know, and, and if you don't want to get too big into the gift giving, like make some homemade gifts. Like... If you're talented and you can knit something, if you can, you know, create some sweet ornaments with your kids to give that are like homemade. I mean, if I was a grandmother, I would be all over that. Like that would be the sweetest gift to me. And that would probably be like my happiest gift that was given to me. But, you know, everyone's different. But I think just setting spending limits is going to be helpful to you. And everyone's got a different budget for that. And so don't fall into the trap of comparison. Because it can get really easy to feel like you have to give the same amount that someone's giving to your family. And that may not be your financial situation. And that's okay. 
All right. I just want to encourage you in hearing that you don't have to match someone else's amount that they're spending on you. It's a nice thought, right? But if it's going to be, if it's going to blow the bank, you know, and that's not what you do for the other family members, then just don't worry about it. Do what you feel comfortable giving. All right. Enough of finances because again, consult your financial experts. Prioritizing self-care. I think really checking in with yourself this holiday season, taking times just to like go for a mental health walk. Man, I do that a lot. Make time for activities that bring you joy and relaxation. So even if it's like quiet time where you just unplug and go sit outside for a bit, do a devotional, go for a walk, whatever is going to allow you to turn it off so you don't have to be so on during the holidays. I think to me that at least gives me peace and ultimately like just joy because there's like things that happen when you're just still right that are unexplainable but there's just a sense of like peace and like calmness and just breathing and just realizing okay is it really that serious is my issue really that big in the grand scheme of things and I'm I'm not knocking people's issues through the holidays because trust me we all have them but I think it's all about perspective too. But I think if you don't give yourself time and space away from the chaos, you won't be able to have that level of discernment. So just check in with yourself. Make time again for those activities that bring you joy. Make sure you're getting sleep and making sure that you're eating well and engage in regular physical activity. You know, I don't know how you moms do it out there. Y'all are freaking killing it. I just like, I, I can't even really... I'm trying to imagine it, but I think it's just like a lived experience. (laughs) Like, I think it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to be able to see Christmas through the eyes of your children. I mean, I think that's probably the most profound thing that a lot of parents think about when parenting. I don't know. I haven't experienced it. Just throwing it out there. But I also know how equally stressful (laughs) that chaos can be around the holidays and just trying to get it all going, like managing kids, making sure they're eating, making sure they're getting the gifts, like make sure you're also taking care of yourself. That is the gift that you can give to you is when all else fails, like give yourself time, room and space just to breathe and take care of yourself. Even if that's like when the kids are napping or later at night with a glass of wine, whatever it needs to be, just like really, really think through that of how you can take care of yourself so that you can be the best for those around you. I think connecting with loved ones is so important. You know, reach out to your community. Man, it's so great when you get around friends and family who just get you. Also, equally, there's friends and family who don't get you, (laughs) right? And that can be stressful. I mean, I think about forced conversation all the time with certain people and it's so cringy, right? But we do it because there's an expectation of being around family members that you haven't seen or talked to in forever. I just want to encourage you that your presence is enough in those situations. Don't feel like you have to turn on or be something that you're not to fit a space, I just say be yourself and the rest will follow. But it's also really great when you get to connect with family members that just really love and get you and embrace you. And there's something sweeter than that, too. You know, I think encourage you to share your feelings with people that you trust and don't hesitate to ask for help if needed. So, like, I think that there's a few people that I can count on one hand that I can call up and really express what I'm feeling 
without really holding back. And um, it's so important to have more than one person because that one person can feel like they're carrying that burden for you at times. And so I just want to encourage you, feel your feelings and find people that you can trust to share your experiences and what you're going through because you're not alone. And I want to reiterate that it can feel very isolating this time of year, even in the chaos and even in like the hustle and bustle of the season, while there's still many people around you, probably, you know, it can still feel like, okay, I'm just going through the motions, right? Doing what's expected, but I'm not, I might be physically here, but I'm not mentally here. And I see you. I see you more than you realize. Uh, So I just want to encourage you because I think depression this time of year, as you're forced to interact with certain people that maybe don't bring you joy, take time, take time for yourself and connect with those who really do get you because you are a jewel and you're not alone in this season. Practice mindfulness. So just like mindfulness techniques in your routine, like meditation or deep breathing exercises. If you like yoga, I always like to think that I like yoga, like I want to like it. I don't practice it daily or anything like that. I've gone to like one or two hot yoga classes in my day. I wish I could get into it. I just, I don't know. I think you have, maybe you have to have a buddy for that at first. I don't know. Like I danced forever. You would think I'd be so into yoga, but I, I think I just like to move too much. I think that's my issue. But I just want to encourage you to stay present in the moment and focus on positive. Ooh, I'm saying that again for myself. Stay present in the moment and focus on the positive because it's real easy to go quickly to like worst case scenario or like assuming the worst. And I just want to encourage you to kind of flip the script on that. Limit social media use. This one kind of made me laugh because, well, it just did. Especially as I'm trying to figure out my whole like real debacle on Instagram right now because there's no way that's happening this week. But be mindful of the impact of social media on your mood. Comparing your holiday experiences to others' curated posts uh-huh, can lead to unnecessary stress. Like I just, I'm living in this moment right now because this is my current situation. But <laughs> turn it off for a minute. Like unplug, realize you were one person. I don't know how they do it all. Maybe they start November 1st. Because I'm I'm the kind of person, like, it's a marathon. I like sprinkle this here, sprinkle this there. I thought I was good by getting my Christmas tree down before Thanksgiving. I didn't decorate it until we got home from Thanksgiving. But it's only the beginning of December. It's okay. We've got this. But man, <laughs> limit your social media use because comparison is the thief of joy. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Also, create meaningful traditions. I love this point. Like this makes me happy because I'm such a memories kind of person. Like I thrive on collecting like wholesome memories. But I think establishing holiday traditions that bring you joy and foster positive connections. Now, I'm not saying it all has to be like the Hallmark channel, even though I did recently watch what was it called? Like a Biltmore Christmas. Anyway, it was so cute. And apparently my mom's like best friend, her family member is I think the lead girl in that movie fun fact but um I obviously don't know them that well but wow create hallmark moments I mean I think that can also be an expectation in and of itself but it doesn't have to be anything big like just create some fun traditions I might have to drop a few examples on our social feed but it's so fun when you can do that and I think it also it can be kind of hard I think grief is a real thing during the holidays and you know obviously the loss of loved ones 
weighs heavily on our hearts, especially as you go through the first, like the first Christmas, the first Father's Day, Mother's Day, the first birthday, whatever it may be. It's hard when you lose somebody and then you feel like you don't really talk about them anymore. Their presence isn't really like carried forward. And so maybe something that you can do in honor of those who have passed, like maybe there's a fun tradition that that person always did or said, or maybe there's a way to kind of reshare their kind of purpose and presence in your life. Maybe there's a way you can honor them and your Christmas traditions this year. Like if you know that your grandfather always loved going to a Christmas tree farm, you know, for Christmas, maybe you can go pick out the perfect Christmas tree and and just kind of have a moment where you smile and think about your grandfather. I think nostalgia is so important this time of year. I think that's what makes it so magical is like you remember Christmas from the the lens of a child and now you're an adult and there's still something really sweet about it. So I just want to encourage those who are grieving this holiday season that, again, you're not alone and that so many of us are right there with you. And, you know, I think something that was really sweet that my mom told me was that my grandfather passed last year and it was my last grandfather who was living my other woman I was really close with passed a few years ago. And we call him Dee Dee. I didn't get to Thanksgiving with my side of the family this year, but it was the first Thanksgiving my grandfather wasn't uh, a part of. And what was so sweet was my mom told me they cut a slice of caramel cake the night before Thanksgiving because my mom stayed over at my grandmother's that night. And they both shared a piece of caramel cake together in honor of my grandfather and um, try not to get teary out about this because I just think it's a really sweet way to honor him because he would always beg my grandmother <laughs> the day before Thanksgiving to just one small piece. It won't be a big thing. No one will know. We'll just squish it back together. And so every Thanksgiving, there was always like a cut in the cake that you could see from the night before because my grandfather, Didi, always had to have that one piece of caramel cake before everyone else. And they got to honor him in that way. And I just think that's really special. So um, if you're grieving this holiday season, I see you. And there's some other creative ways that you can honor those that are no longer with you that you care for and love. But focus on activities that have personal significance rather than those driven by external expectations. So I just want to encourage you to really like think through what makes you smile this season and go after it with your family traditions and make some really sweet memories. I also want to encourage you to seek professional help if you need that. I'm a big component of seeing a therapist. If you find yourself struggling with mental health, do not hesitate to seek support from a professional. I think they can really help you if you find the right one. I've had my fair share of interesting people that I've gotten the pleasure of of getting to know as a professional. And you kind of have to find the the right therapist for you. But I encourage it. I think it does a world of good for you. So please hear my endorsement and go for it if you need that. I think another way to kind of thrive through the tinsel this holiday season is to give back and to volunteer. So engage in acts of kindness and giving back to your community can really boost your mood and provide a sense of purpose. So if you and your spouse don't have or partner don't have kids, you might or maybe if you do, you could still do this too. like go and get a name off the angel tree, right? And you go and you pick a name and you go and shop for that kid or that family for Christmas. And 
that's a sweet way to pay it forward because there are so many families who are in need this holiday season. I think we are very fortunate and blessed. And I think we are called to give back in that way to those during the season. So even if it's going and delivering a meal for Meals on Wheels, or if you're a part of like a homeless ministry and want to provide, you know, some care packages. Also, I think some churches like my church in Tupelo, when I used to live there and went to First Methodist, they would give out like donuts on Christmas Eve to first responders. So I think just thinking about others this time of the year is so incredibly important and figuring out a way to pay it forward and give back can really provide a sense of purpose during this season. And it's a great way to teach your kids to might be a fun tradition that y'all go and do something like that together as a family. I think that would be really sweet too. And last but not least, plan some downtime. So schedule time for relaxation, self-reflection, and time to recharge your mental battery because let's get real, it can be a lot this holiday season. Avoid overcommitting to social events and really allow yourself moments of solitude. Just finding some quiet moments in between the crazy is always a good thing. So remember that it's okay to prioritize your mental health during the holidays. Take proactive steps to manage stress and stay healthy uh, with boundary setting. Make sure that you're creating meaningful traditions. Limit that social media use. Manage those expectations. Connect with your loved ones. Think about your finances. Practice mindfulness. And just make sure that you're finding ways to remember the reason for the season. Thank you so much. And I hope that you are thriving through the tinsel. And just know I'm thinking about you. And I'm so thankful for your continued support and love and wishing you nothing but the best. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Oh, and last but not least, I just created an ultimate coworker gift guide now live on our website. So you may want to check it out and it may inspire you to give back to your coworkers in some fun, meaningful ways. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Ladies Who Lead podcast. Looking for another way to engage with the Ladies Who Lead podcast? Check out our Instagrams and our show notes at the Ladies Who Lead. And don't forget to check out our website www.theladieswholead.com. Until next time, I'm SK Vaughn.